everybody, and thank you for joining me on this seed session. And I am going to title this one, Doubting. We have to always remember that His ways, meaning God or your higher power or Yahweh or Jehovah, whatever you title your God, His ways are not our ways. But all He asks us to do is to believe. And so we ask God to release things in our lives and then we question his response because it shows up and the presentation is different than we wanted it to be. It's not familiar to us. And I was sitting there the other day when I woke up and Thomas was on my mind and I'm thinking, okay, who is Thomas? You know, what am I thinking about him for? But God works in mysterious ways because I've been having a lot of things going on on the inside. And so when you research Thomas and look him up, it's, they call him Doubting Thomas. But that's what I'm going to kind of dig into. They, they call him Doubting Thomas because he didn't believe in the resurrection of Jesus. And you'll hear my pages turn. Unfortunately, I'm sorry because it's just is what it is. But doubt brings a negative force that works against us. We have to be mindful of who we share our business with, when we share our business with them, because they might not even be mature enough to receive it. And then they just taking what we share and spreading it. Or it just might be the wrong ears to fall on because if I'm in a negative state and I'm talking to my negative friend, all it takes is one negative friend to destroy what God has for me, right? We end up missing the mark. We create this fictitious world in our mind. And now we have other negative people around us just helping us fail basically we don't end up with what's desired from the Lord so let's talk about doubting Thomas for a minute you can kind of find his story in the book of John chapter 20 some would say that he was the apostle with the least faith but as you read the story and you dig into it, he was just the apostle that was curious. You didn't just get to pull the wool over his eyes, right? Does this sound familiar? If you're curious, you want to know more detail, then you ask questions. And so that was the kind of person that Thomas was. And so he didn't agree wholeheartedly in the moment. You know, we start to label people and judge them and stuff. And so that's kind of what they did to Thomas. But Thomas was all by himself willing to die with Jesus. Right? And so John was one of the apostles or disciples that after Jesus died, he kept going. He was told to go west, but he ended up going east and he started churches in India and 
etc etc and as you research him and look up um thomas they have churches named after him over there and they really look up to him he was adventurous he was unwavering he was bold and we have to keep in mind that jesus selected him to come along with him it is something to be handpicked by god it's something to have the favor of the Lord upon you. You know, when you look back at the story of David and Goliath and all the many things that, that David did, David wasn't no saint. You know, he ended up becoming king, but even while being king, you know, he took the guy's wife and ended up sending a letter to bring him back and had him put on the front line to be killed. And so it's just so many, that's why I'm a believer. It's too many stories from the past that just is, equals up to um, what we go through today. But to be favored by God, can't nobody take that away from you, no matter how hard they try. They don't know much about Thomas, but to me, he was more Christ-like than any of them. And I can see why some of them called him Jesus' twin brother, because he was ready to lay down his life for a friend. Once Christ was put at risk, Thomas moved to the forefront and said, let us all go and die with him. Well, nobody else talking like that. I can only imagine how the conversations went. You know, Thomas starts to have questions on the inside and you have Jesus saying, follow me. And Thomas like, okay, where we going? You know, kind of like when Abraham was taking his son up, you know, to be killed. He had to sacrifice his son in the story about the ram and the bush, you know, the son with Abra- the, the the conversation with Abraham and his son, his son probably was like, Daddy, okay, what's going on? You know, you're about to tie me down to this thing. What are you doing? Father, like, what's going on? And so Thomas had those kind of questions. So, you know, it's like a lot of doubt there, and it's okay. So Jesus said to Thomas, I am the way, the truth, and the light. And Thomas like, yeah, okay, I'll let y'all, <laughs> right? But does this sound familiar? We all have those moments, right? When something comes up that you don't have all the facts about, you question it. Thomas was down for the mission up until he needed more insight. That's us. Sometimes we need the, the clearer picture. We need it to be painted for us before we move. But sometimes this is also where our faith come in believing in what we can't see and then the unexpected happened. So, you know, Jesus was arrested and Thomas, who was down for it all until everything became unclear, was nowhere to be found. Do you have friends that leave you in the time of trouble? Do they not believe you when you say to them, you know, I got this, trust me, right? <clears throat> them so-called quote-unquote friends. Fast forward, Jesus has now died and has been resurrected. And the disciples went to Thomas. They found Thomas and they told him, you know, hey, Jesus gone. He, you know, they killed him. He gone. He has risen from the tomb. And so once again, Thomas was just like, okay, I still, I need some facts. What you mean he gone? You know? So Thomas stated, until I see his hands and the imprint of the nail and put my finger into the place of the nails and put my hand in his thigh, I'm, I'm not going to believe 
And so after eight days, his disciples were again inside. And Thomas was with them this time though. And Jesus came, the Bible says Jesus came. So he appeared and stood in their midst and said to them, peace be with you. He said that before he died while they was eating as well. Peace be with you. But let's, let's go back to doubt for a second because it's important to know that doubt is natural for the flesh. The Bible tells us always, right, to test all things for yourself, to show yourself approved. It's the, I need the facts that sometimes rest in our mind and that's okay. I need to know for myself. Therefore, doubt is not always a bad thing. To everything, it's a positive and a negative, right? But a way to provide a little extra comfort before you make a decision. The good news was in this moment, Jesus was okay with that. So Jesus then said to Thomas, reach here with your finger. And you see my hands? Reach here with your hand and put it into my side. And do not be unbelieving, but be believing. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm with Thomas. Thomas' response was, my Lord, my God. Right? Jesus made a believer out of Thomas. I would have been in all myself because God used all the identifiers that Thomas spoke about to connect with him so that he can believe. And it wasn't in the same order, but it was still the same way. So we have these moments often where we ask God for specifics and he shows it to us, right? And sometimes we can still be stubborn and reject it. And it all shows up in the way in which we request it. But then we still kick it back because it's not showing up in the packaging. You got this beautiful gift standing in front of you, but you doubt it because you're unsure, right? And so the mind will keep us from so much stuff. That's why they tell you to connect with your mind and your heart because our head can take us out, but our heart is steady telling us this is right. Let go, you know, release, don't doubt it. It's okay to trust and believe in it, have faith in it right so Jesus said to Thomas because you have seen me have you believed blessed are they who did not see but yet believed so doubt became certainty for Thomas and Thomas overcame with courage and conviction and so on this day I want to leave that with you Overcome your doubt with courage, you know, be convicted in some of the things that you do. Um, I was going to also keep going, but I'll save the rest of this for another day. But stay strong. Try not to doubt, you know, be faithful, be fearful. It's okay to step out sometime. Lord, help my unbelief as you did with Thomas and make it plain. Keep trusting God one day at a time. Get through today. And on that note, I hope this really touched somebody because it touched me even as I was talking about it. And if you hanging out with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace.